So far this week, I've tried to buy 23 vehicles. I use the same basic process on each one. Today, I walk you through step-by-step step what I do, how I make money doing it, and how I avoid losing money too. If you buy and sell cars for a profit, or you want to, you're in the right place. This is the Flipping Genius Podcast. I am your host, Randy Lee. I've been flipping cars most of my life, despite having almost zero mechanical skill. For the past dozen years or so, I've been a licensed used car dealer in the great state of Alabama. No matter what the topic, the number one goal of this podcast is to help our listeners make more money. Let's get to it, flippers. Hey, welcome to episode 76 of Flipping Genius, and today... I'm going to talk about uh, the process that I go through when I buy a vehicle and talk about uh, that thing I'm always saying, you make your money when you buy. So I thought that made a lot of sense to actually spend some time sharing what that means to me and how it can you know, translate to what you're doing out there, um, no matter what level you are at in this uh, this flipping game. I believe that I've got a few insights that might help, and that's what I'm here, to help you make more money. Um, and I've I've attempted to buy uh, 23 vehicles so far this week, uh, some at auction, some in person from individuals, some over the phone from wholesale opportunities, and some from call-ins to uh, the prospecting that I do. Um now, to just give you a perspective, today is Tuesday, June 29th, 2021, when I'm recording this. I say this so you can see that, you know, it's early in my week. Um, and I, as I said, I've, I've attempted to buy 23 this week. Um, but I only consider buying on my terms. Now, that may be nothing compared to some of you guys out there. And that's that's cool. I You know, I'm not putting my self out there as, as the, the big dog. I'm, I'm just telling you what I do and hoping that what I do can help you make money. Um, so I thought I'd, I'd just walk you through what that process looks like for me. Um, I'm going to start with one that came to me from uh, a call from my post-it note program. And I've, I've talked about that in the past, but in case you, you didn't listen to that one, didn't hear that one yet, um, I use post-it notes that just simply say, I buy cars, I buy houses, because I buy houses too. And I it, I know that I've told this story before, but I love the fact that I can go out and get exercise and do prospecting. So I, I walk through different neighborhoods, and as I see vehicles and potentially real estate that I'm interested in buying, I literally put a post-it note on a mailbox or on a vehicle, on a window, on a, on a, you know, and it says I buy houses, I buy cars and it has my phone number. Um, and I, like I said, vehicles and mailboxes. Now I also have, uh, business cards that just say I buy cars and my phone number on them. And I, I, I put these at, uh, gas stations, at uh, grocery stores, post offices, uh, and I hand one just to just about every human that I have a one-on-one -on -one talk with. Uh, just order them by the thousands and and pass those out. And that is a pretty good tool for me. 
as as are the the, the post-it notes, something I've been using for years. Um, so this one came from somebody who actually saw the post-it note on their mailbox in the neighborhood that I walked through. Um, and I I usually target vehicles that I think I can buy for less than a thousand dollars, and I can sell for more, well, less than four thousand dollars, just in general. And my my goal is always to make at least a thousand dollars per vehicle, um, which is a pretty good return if you're dealing with that kind of that kind of money. Um, now this one was was something I you know nothing real exciting. It was a two thousand five Dodge Grand Caravan SE. It's the old van. Um, it it had a flat tire. A lot of times this kind of thing attracts my eye. I look for expired tags. I look for flat tires. I look for weeds growing up around them to tell me that vehicle's been sitting there for a while. Now, I don't want to buy them all. Uh, I want to buy them when they're on my terms, and we'll talk more about that, what, what that means in a minute. Um, this one had a flat tire and some clear coat peel. Um, I I didn't know how many miles were on it until they called me. It had 232,000 miles on it, which is pretty high miles, but uh, it's not the end of the road there. Um, it, well, it doesn't have to be anyway. Uh, the caller has told me that it runs and drives fine, and uh, it's got a slow leak in in the tire that was flat, and they just hadn't got around to fixing it. Um, but I, I know the tread was bad on two of the tires, including that one, so it's going to need two tires. Um, it did have a spare, though. I, I, I don't mind peeking around them a little bit. Uh, and it's, in fact, it's great if they come out and see me doing that, because then we can have the conversation right there, and I can save my Post-it note. Um, they said it also needed a battery, but the air conditioning worked great. And I find that that's usually the case on those old Dodges. They're usually pretty good. Um, now, while I was talking to them on the phone, uh, I'm on actually on. So this is the process. I'm on the speakerphone. They call in and, and right on my phone, I use the Kelly Blue Book app. You've heard me talk about that. A lot of you may use something more sophisticated, but that is what I use. And I love the fact that it's transferable to everybody who's use, that's that's hearing my voice right now because you can load the Kelly Blue Book back app for free and it's working again. It, it didn't work for a little bit. And that, that was that was uh, killing me. Um, but I, I while I'm talking on the phone, I plug in 05 Dodge Grand Caravan SE 232,000 miles. And then I always look up the private party fair price. And the private party fair price on this one was $1,783. Now, that that might vary in your part of the country, but it's probably pretty much the same. So $1,783 for that van in my neck of the woods at this point in time. Now, this one needs a battery. So I figure about $50. Bucks. I can usually get them from $40 bucks from an interstate supplier, but I put $50 bucks in. It's going to need two tires. And I figure I can get those for about a hundred bucks, um, new or used. I, I can probably get a couple tires for hundred bucks. Will be, will be uh, satisfactory. Um, probably another hundred fifty dollars to to two hundred dollars just on other stuff that it probably needs, like an oil change and and a few other things. Um, and and plus, I charge each vehicle. I have a fixed charge of one hundred fifty hundred fifty dollars. Per vehicle. Now that has to do with my insurance costs, my lot rent, some other things. I just put a built-in $150 charge on there, so that's that's about uh, $450 uh, that I'm going to have to invest 
so that I can get back $1,783. Now that, that $1,783, a lot of you might think that's a real low number uh, because you're retailing them or maybe you, you finance them. If you fi finance them, you're going to get a different number or maybe you're just better at, at selling that end prop product than I am. But that's the number I like to use, private party fair price. And if I get more than I, than that, then it's a win. And I always ask more, but that's that's where I, I'm planning on ending up when I'm buying, when I'm doing my pricing. Um, so if I want to make $1,000 uh, from this vehicle, that only leaves $333 for this van. Um, so frankly, on the phone, I offered them $325. And um, they said that they wanted at least $900, which is, you know, cool. I, I said, well, that's good. Um, I just told them I can't, I can't do $900. I buy them to sell them. I buy them to fix them up and sell them and make a profit. You know, I'm not trying to hide that from anybody. And your van is a big paperweight in your yard and you, you're kind of not, you're proven to me that you're not going to fix it. And I, nobody else is coming along right now. Um, but 320, $325, they are not going to do that. They could probably call a junkyard and get that much money for it. There's a bunch of people that give them that much. They just called, made another call. So I thought about it for a second. And I said, I'll go to $500 cash. Um, they said no. And then they called me back within, I think, five or seven minutes and said, yeah, we'll do that. So I'm meeting them tonight. And, you know, frankly, I should make $800 on that, which is fine. And I may make my 1000 because of a little cleanup and maybe a little quarter cutting on the tire thing and the and the battery thing and, and the, the extra repairs. Uh, I might be able to squeeze another hundred bucks out of my costs and I might be able to squeeze another hundred bucks out of the sales price and wind up with my thousand dollars. So it, it should be fine. But that's the process I work through. I, I, I hope that kind of helps you. And I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll talk about this more. Um, this week, we're going to do some short videos, uh, uh, versions of this and actually uh, use a little use use some on screen tools so you can see it. We'll post those on Flipping Genius uh, YouTube channel, and probably also on the DAA radio spots. Um, and you can learn more about that at our at our website flippinggenius.com. And you can find our 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 videos at the Flipping Genius YouTube channel. Um, now, when we come back, we're going to talk about a specific vehicle at auction and the steps in that process. I think this is interesting, too, because now we're talking about a high speed process where you have to make your decisions right there on the spot. And I'm going to tell you how I do that successfully. And um, and then I'm going to talk about a vehicle from a wholesale resource. And we'll talk about what that is and the special circumstances that allowed me to put a deal together there, which might not be what you're going to expect. Um, now, hey, I'm, I'm off to grab another bottle of Kickapoo Joy Juice. And in the meantime, my other voice is going to tell you about a cool way to make more money utilizing our new coaching system. The number one goal of the Flipping Genius Podcast is to help our listeners make more money. We have over 75 podcast episodes, over 100 videos on our YouTube channel, and our resources page offers discounts and tips and resources for everything from how to get in business to how to stay in business. And now we have three levels of coaching support that will help you build your business no matter where you are in your progress. 
Whether you're brand spanking new or you're wanting to retire and you think you know it all, and everyone in between. Our Flipping Champions program offers meetings twice monthly with me for 60 minutes each time on face-to-face Zoom calls so you don't have to leave your place of business. Flipping Champions also have access to me during business hours to discuss special situations and help analyze opportunities. Plus, our Flipping Champions are also afforded access to all of my business and personal development tools. The Flipping Partners meet with me monthly for a half an hour session of one-on-one time via phone or Zoom video, whichever you prefer. These meetings are designed to motivate and encourage, provide coaching and guidance, and create accountability. Our Flipping Partners also receive a fantastic bonus package designed to help them make more money. And our Flipping Team members are provided an exciting startup kit that includes tools that will help you succeed. I mean, why reinvent the wheel, right? Plus, they get a monthly success pack designed to help them earn more and keep more. In order to learn more, you can visit our website at flippinggenius.com. But better yet, send me an email to flippingquestions at gmail.com. Tell me about your business and your goals. I'll send you scheduling options so we can schedule a free 20-minute consultation. Give us a chance to determine which level is best suited for your needs. Email me today at flippingquestions at gmail.com. Hey, that is exciting stuff, isn't it? Okay, next I'm going to walk through my auction buying process. And honestly, it's very similar to what happened earlier with that old van that I'm buying tonight. But a, a few differences, though, and they're important. Um, in a live auction, you have less than probably two minutes, maybe less than that, to make your decision. So you need to either be able to make uh, super fast, brilliant decisions, which is not me, or you need to be really prepared. And and that's why I do the latter. I, I, I prepare in advance. And I, I try to drive the vehicles beforehand. And at most auctions, you can day that, do that the day of the auction. And some of them, you can do it the day before. Uh, honestly, I, I usually go the day of the auction, um, unless there's just a, a ton of cars that I'm looking at, because I usually have time if I get there early enough. Uh, but I know a lot of my friends go the day before and drive because they want to get a little bit more extended drive. Generally, you can't leave the auction property, but you can get a little uh, feel for what is wrong with the car. Transmissions can be tough to check out because usually the test track isn't long enough for you to really wind them out. So be careful with that, um, especially when you're buying vehicles in this lower end area because they usually are as is. Um now, if I can't drive the vehicle, uh, you know, I, I get there an hour or more early. Um, you know, it depends on on how many vehicles you, you're interested in as to how early you get. And also depends on if they offer uh, test driving. And, and another thing that it depends on is if the vehicle you want is landlocked. That's something you can run into. Um, maybe they've already got it in line to go through, which that happens a lot with me because I, I bid on a lot on early vehicles, which are the cheaper vehicles a lot of times. 
Um, other times they're just landlocked where you can't get them out. You can get them started, but you can't really move them. So these are all things that, that just come up uh, that, that are, are possible. Um, now I'm going to talk about the vehicle in, in question here that, that, that there's a specific vehicle. It's a 2008 Kia Sorento LX. It was a nice vehicle. Uh, it had 159,000 uh, miles on it. Nice to me. You know, I, I, I don't, I had, yeah, I told you what I deal in. So this was at the upper end of really what my typical vehicles are. It had the six cylinder, it's two wheel drive. And um, if any of you, if you've gotten my, my scoring packages, uh, which you get when you are uh, a uh, flipping team member, um, you'll see that I, I use a, a one to five scoring uh, technique. Um, whether I'm at the auction or, or if I'm in your driveway, I use this. And one is horrible, five is basically new. Um, this one scored at least a three in everything. It had pretty much new tires, I think. Uh, everything was solid. It ran uh, well. The body looked really good. Uh, the tires were really good. The interior was nice and clean. Uh, mechanically, it seemed to, it seemed to, I did drive a little bit, it seemed to drive fine. Um, no lights on the dash. Air conditioning was cold. Uh, the windows all worked, um, as I finally usually do on Kias. Um, and just overall, I, I scored it, you know, pretty much a three and above, which is, I don't, I don't usually go too much higher than that on the vehicles I look at. Um, I had it, I had it pre-priced. Um, so that meant I, I did my homework the night before on all the vehicles I was looking so I knew what the prices would be for private party fair and party private party goods sometimes too. This one private party fair was three thousand and five dollars. Private party good through Kelly Blue Book again was three thousand seven hundred and twenty-five dollars. Um, now there's a new consideration that we have to take into consideration when we're doing one at the auction compared to doing one in somebody's driveway, and that's auction fees, and that's that's going to vary depending on which auction you're at. But in this particular auction, the fees were going to be uh, between $265 and $300, depending on how much I wound up paying for the vehicle. Um, so that's another thing you got to add on. Um, but the seller was even offering a ride and drive, which means that the powertrain, he's saying the motor and transmission are solid in this thing. And that gave you a little more assurance. But also, I knew that was going to drive the price up, too, because everybody likes to hear that. I rarely... Read, meet the threshold where that even counts because you have to you have to spend at least twenty five hundred dollars on a vehicle for that those words to even mean anything at this particular auction. Um, meaning, if you paid less than twenty five hundred, that guarantee does not uh, uh, is not used. <laughs> um, so anyway, I I was willing to work with a private party good projection price of three thousand seven twenty five on this vehicle because it, it was a nice car. Um, and uh, I, I, so I subtract my auction fee of about 300 bucks. Um, and the standard fee that I subtract from every vehicle I'd mentioned earlier of $150 for my fixed expenses. Um, and I, I estimate about $250 worth of things that Dennis Johnson, my mechanic and Gary and the guys down at Dennis Johnson, I have to mention them every time. Uh, how much they probably charge me just for fixing whatever they come up with. Uh, I didn't see anything, but I think 250 bucks is a fair assessment 
or used car before we get it ready to go. So that's $700 off of the projected price of $3,725, so netting me $3,025 on my equation. And, uh, you know, if I'm investing more, I want to make more. So so I shot for a $1,500 projected profit. And that gave me a target price of uh, that I would pay of fifteen hundred bucks. And I actually thought about it as the as the vehicle rolled in into the the the, uh, the lane, and I wrote down one thousand six hundred fifty dollars. That that number for me is is nearly written in stone. That's the price that I'm going to pay. I, I say nearly because, in all honesty, uh, I have buds fifty dollars or a hundred dollars over the years on a vehicle or two, but that's pretty rare. Well. <laughs> So that that was what I would was willing to pay sixteen hundred and fifty bucks, um, and that's kind of the end of the story because they passed me before I could even get my hand up. The high bid today was forty five hundred dollars on that vehicle, and then the seller simply said no. So that's reality. That is the reality at a dealer auction as of this date and time. Um, but frankly, I would rather have the sixteen hundred and fifty dollars in my account then overpay for that vehicle by 273% just so I can have something to sell. I mean, that's that's just craziness. To me, that's craziness. So, And then they said no on top of it. So, hey, but, but I found a way to get one, a good one, that didn't involve, involve auction fees and, and really gives me peace of mind that what I'm selling is good and, and is going to be good to the folks that I flip it to, uh, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you all about it after I take this little break and tell you about my friend Jeremy and how he's helped thousands of people improve their odds for success. Be right back. Hey, you know when we started the Flipping Genius podcast, one of the things I thought that we could do to create revenue is create a digital training course about car flipping. And then I discovered Jeremy Fisher had already created the three-hour car flip and the three-hour car flip academy. He did such a fantastic job. I didn't see any way that I could duplicate that effort anywhere near the price that he was willing to, to, to charge. And then I invited Jeremy to come share the microphone with us in episode 42 of Flipping Genius. He did, which is exciting to me. And... And then he said we could sell his product on our website for less than $50. And he'd even give us a small commission every time we sold one. It's a great deal. And it's a great course. It'll help you make some money no matter where you're at in the flipping game. I encourage you to go to FlippingGenius.com. Click on Resources. Click on More Great Stuff. And buy Jeremy's course. It's less than $50. I'm confident that you will make probably 10 times that much on your very first flip. It's very well worth it. Okay, so when you're coming up empty at auctions and your phone's not ringing and your other marketing's just not making it happen, um, it's a good time to go see some of your friends. And that's exactly what I did. Now, when I talk about your friends, in particular, I'm talking about these kind of friends, mechanics, uh, car dealers, pawn shops, title pawn places, insurance agents, body shops, loan companies, banks, credit unions, anybody that might have a vehicle in 
the back of their place <laughs> that they're willing to sell because it's not something that they want. Um, I mentioned mechanics first because that's that's my number one favorite. Uh, I like mechanics a lot because they know what is wrong and they know how to fix it. And and the good ones know that that when they sell you one, it represents them. Um, and they, and so they want to make sure it's fixed right. Um, you know, they, they get they get vehicles in that need repairs and maybe their customer can't afford to do it or they don't want to do it and they wind up just abandoning abandoning the uh, the vehicle there at the mechanic and they have to get the mechanics lean against it which we talked about that a few episodes back um, and the situation is that they've got the title now and they don't want the car and uh, it can be a good deal for you now you've heard me talk about Dennis Johnson and my if you've listened before, because <laughs> I, I think I Dennis mentioned Dennis Johnson and the guys down at Dennis Johnson Automotive almost every episode. And I always say that they never pay me anything. Uh, but the fact is, these guys help me out in so many ways. And they are my lifeline uh, because without them, I probably couldn't be in business because I trust them so completely and they help me in so many ways. So. You know, it's it's been tough to buy cars this year for a lot of us because the, the prices are so high. There's a shortage of vehicles because of all these things. But uh, anyway, I never know if you're going to listen to this podcast uh, the day I recorded or if you're going to listen to it five years from now. So I want to make sure that you realize that what I'm talking about here is still relevant no matter what the market is. And in this particular case, you know, I, I checked with Dennis and he did have a vehicle. He had a nice it was high mileage, but it was a real nice 2008 Suzuki SX4 Sport Edition. Good-looking vehicle. It had the uh, the manual transmission. I took it for a little drive, and I didn't mean to, but I squawked the tires driving out of the place because it, it just it was right because that's the thing. If Dennis fixes them, he fixes them right. Um, he had bought it from his customer for $500, bucks, um, according to the papers that I saw. And, and whatever was wrong with it, he'd repaired because he wasn't going to let it leave his place until it was, was fixed. Um, I'd been asking him about it, and uh, apparently other people had too, because everybody knows this is the place that you go to get your car repaired, right? Um, I offered him 900 bucks for it, and he said he wanted at least $1,200, and, and was waiting for another guy who uh, had already offered him 1100 but hadn't come up with a cash yet. Um, I immediately paid Dennis his $1,200 on the spot. Now, that, that might strike you as, as odd because of the fact that I am such a cheap, cheap SOB and stick to my numbers all the time. But after all, it was Dennis. So the $1,200 car runs like a champ. I mean, everything works on it, everything. And I'm sure that I'll sell it to the right buyer. There's got to be somebody that can drive a stick shift. Um, which, as you know, is a, is a limited audience, but but there are also a limited number of cars, and there's very few that have. This is a good looking vehicle, and it's got a lot of power. Um, and I'll, I'm sure I'll sell it for twenty four hundred bucks, probably uh, pretty easily, based again on Kelly Blue Book. I'm not going to go through all the gyrations there. You can look this thing up, and you'll see that I'm right on. Um, of course, I I did do my homework before I offered the nine hundred. I was trying to I was trying to steal it like I always do. Um, but here's, you know, there's a, there's a time to stick to your numbers, and there's a time where intangibles outweigh that price that I write in stone. And and here's the intangibles: trust. Number one, Dennis. 
I trust him with, you know, 100%. And, and so I know I'm getting a good vehicle. Number two, frankly, is Suzuki. Uh, you may not feel the same way I do, but I love my Suzuki. My personal Suzuki that I drive, still drive that old girl. It has 348,000 miles on it, and it is my vehicle of choice. Um, number two, Goodwill. Um, by giving Dennis what he wants, he doesn't have to mess with it anymore. He's got money in his pocket, and he probably would have taken 1100 uh, But he's got the 1200 that made him happy. Um, and, and the fact is, he helps me all the time. So if there was a way to help him, um, that was cool. You know, it was a good thing to be able to do something different. And the fact is, it'll come back to benefit me because of our on, ongoing relationship. And and the other thing, I mean, it's just simple uh, greed on my part. I want to be first in line every time Dennis has a vehicle to sell like this, because this is a great place to buy vehicles. Um, and then peace of mind. If Dennis says it's right, then it's right. And and that's so that that's a was a real win for me uh, this uh, past week, this a uh, couple days ago. Um, so that that was a, that was a good a good buy. It's not going to be huge, you know. I'll make I'll make a few bucks off it. But see, you see, the intangible intangibles are probably even more valuable than the than the, the vehicle itself. Um, and and this, you know, go pack down that list if if the mechanic thing's not one you're working. Uh, do it. I've got I've got a couple of mechanic friends that just got piles of cars and and it's just it's hard to get them to loosen them up and 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 sell them. Uh, but you just got to keep going back and being consistent. It's a really good place to uh, to buy vehicles. Um, hey, be be sure to go to the Flipping Genius YouTube channel and check out. We've got over a hundred videos there and it's growing all the time. Um, and I'm I'm producing more this week uh, this week about car buying the right way and, and I'm, I know that some of what we talked about can be even more beneficial in you know in video so we'll we'll do some of that and share those with you so please check it out and subscribe when you get there so you'll know whenever we produce a video and and please like it if, if you can dislike it maybe put comments on there because that's what drives uh, especially on YouTube drives those numbers and the and the the better the numbers are, the more the more traffic we get, the more the bigger flipping genius gets, the more people I can help. And anyway, please do that. <laughs> hey, please save us as a favorite and share share us on social media uh, with your friends, with your enemies, to share us everywhere. And and look for us each week. We come out every Wednesday at six a.m. Central Time with another podcast episode. But you can listen to all all of our past episodes wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and of course, you can also hear them on our, our website. They're all right there, flippinggenius.com, F-L-I-P-P-I-N-G-E-N-I-U-S.com. Only one G in the middle. And remember, now we are offering one-on-one -on -one coaching through our teammates, partners, and champion programs. Just send me an email at flippingquestions at gmail.com to schedule your free 20-minute consultation and, and we'll do a face-to-face -face with me to determine how we can best help you. Hey, let's work together, man. <laughs> let's make some money. Let's all become flipping geniuses.